The Morning Show Podcast, a daily dose of audio to make your day a little better. We're going to set the time machine to 1999 for today's two-second tunes, and Freaky Friday will be making an appearance in Pop Stop because we are going to talk about OnlyFans. And in what's trending, you might make fun of me for this today, but I promise you, it's cool. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie, and today is the kickoff to a three-day weekend, Friday, May 27th, 2022. The Core Four. The four headlines you need to know. As more details emerge about the shooting at Robb Elementary in Uvalde, Texas, we have more heartbreaking news of loss and Many of the things being reported by law enforcement is now being brought into question. Now, this will be a little long, so please bear with me as I try to straighten out all of the things that I've reported in the last two days. First, the shooting indirectly claimed another life yesterday, as the husband of one of the two teachers that were slaughtered passed away after having a heart attack. Joe Garcia had been married to Irma Garcia for 24 years before the teenage shooter took her life along with another teacher and 19 small children in one classroom. The couple leaves behind four of their own children. And if you remember when I reported on this story on Wednesday, I had mentioned that the shooter was engaged by a school safety officer and possibly two officers before entering the school. That's what law enforcement officials told us. That's what the governor of Texas said. Law enforcement officials now admit that report was not only incorrect, it was blatantly false. The shooter, who had crashed a car and shot at people and at the school before entering the building, was not confronted by any law enforcement officers whatsoever. And police took 16 minutes to arrive at the school from the time the first shots were reported. These new revelations are only made worse by the fact that Uvalde, Texas, has five paid officers designated for the small town schools. And these reports have been confirmed by law enforcement. But the absence and late response time isn't the only reason the police department is feeling the pressure. It unfortunately gets worse. A law enforcement spokesperson on the scene admitted that although police did not confront the shooter for close to an hour when he was in the school with a gun and children, some officers did enter the school to grab their own kids and then went back outside until a tactical border patrol team arrived. The cops that were on the scene were filmed keeping parents out of the school by pointing tasers at them and handcuffing at least one mother as parents and onlookers pleaded with the cops to go in there and do something. There's also a new report about a woman who was able to drive to the school from 40 miles away, get handcuffed by the police, released, and still had time to jump the fence, enter the school, and grab her two sons, all while police stood outside of the school. And there is also one child's death that has been linked directly to the police response. Allegedly, one officer asked the students in the school to yell for help, and when one little girl followed his orders... The gunman ended her life. Another report that the shooter had heavily armed body armor is also being challenged, with some accounts saying he may have simply had an empty vest with no plate. The police department ended yesterday's press conference when a reporter asked if the door to the classroom with the shooter had actually been barricaded or if it was simply locked, considering the officers and school officials had access to the keys. All in all, new reports claim that the shooter entered the school freely after firing shots outside and was essentially unchallenged in the building between 90 and 60 minutes before he was eventually killed by the Border Patrol team. By the time they had taken him down, the shooter had already killed everybody in the classroom, two teachers and 19 little children. 
Last week, there were recalls on jars of Jif peanut butter after an outbreak of salmonella, and this week, it's Jif peanut butter snacks. So that now makes sense, because I went to Target like two days ago looking specifically for peanut butter, yeah. and they had like no jars of peanut butter left. I think I ended up with like one jar of Skippy. I took the last one. Well, candy, trail mix, and you know those apples that come with the dipping cup of peanut butter? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're being recalled. Even some of 7-Eleven snack packs are among the growing number of products that are being pulled from shelves. 16 people from 12 different states have been infected with salmonella from Jif peanut butter, and two of them have been hospitalized. The outbreak was from a plant in Lexington, Kentucky, and if you're wondering what symptoms of salmonella are, they include fever, diarrhea, nausea, vomiting, and abdominal pain. And if you want to find out if you have a recalled jar, there's a specific serial number that traces to the infected jars. Look it up and cross-reference with yours. You may not have known this, and that's okay, because I certainly didn't know this before I heard about this story in Utah. But for many Native Americans, graduation can be a heartbreaking and stressful time, not only due to the stress of these students taking on a brand new journey, but because they're often banned from wearing traditional Native American regalia during their graduation ceremony. Now, regalia generally refers to emblems, ornaments, and clothing used to indicate status or celebration. But this year, Utah became the most recent state to legally protect Native American students' rights to adorn their cap and gown with traditional celebratory regalia. Utah joins Arizona, California, Kansas, Montana, the Dakotas, Oklahoma, Oregon, and Washington as states that now protect a Native American student's rights to honor their culture, religion, and heritage during graduation ceremonies. Thankfully, this kind of legislation is being passed in a bipartisan way across red and blue states. Alaska will be the next state to join the list as soon as the already passed legislation is signed by Governor Mike Dunleavy. A major shift in the way we view higher education is happening. The ongoing enrollment crisis at U.S. colleges and universities increased this spring. 662,000 fewer students enrolled in undergraduate programs in spring 2022 compared to spring 2021. The National Student Clearinghouse Research Center believes this is beyond the shift we saw due to the pandemic and suggests there's a broader question about the value of college as well as concerns about student debt. They believe prospective college students could be weighing the value of jobs that require a degree against other opportunities. And even before the pandemic, college enrollment had been dropping. However, elite colleges and universities are receiving more applicants than ever, while public universities and community colleges are seeing less applicants. The Core Four. The four headlines you need to know. Paper. Yes, paper. Today's little sliver of hope comes to us courtesy of paper. According to the American Paper and Forest Administration, 68% of our paper got recycled last year. That sets a new record from the year before, and overall, paper recycling has gone up every year for the last 20 years. On top of that, OCC recycling is up too. OCC stands for Old Corrugated Containers, so think of your unbleached shipping boxes and packaging. That number is even higher, with OCC recycling coming in at over 91%. One last hopeful stat about the state of paper in America – According to the same reports, 80% of paper mills use at least some recycled paper, and about one-third of our American paper mills 
only use recycled paper. I'm also going to take this time to remind everyone to make sure you are recycling all of your paper waste because it's actually making a difference. It doesn't take an environmental scientist to know that more recycled paper means more trees are left standing each year, which means cleaner air for us humans. We've been seeing some amazing photos of people wearing our You Look Great gear on vacation, and it seems to be the go-to vacation attire. Constance wore hers in Ireland, Dee wore hers in New York City celebrating her birthday, and Fred wore his in New Orleans. Make sure you send us photos of you on vacation wearing our You Look Great gear. And Christy actually just put in an order because she wants to wear her You Look Great gear when she comes on a trip here to Seattle. I'm going to be on the lookout for her. It's definitely my go-to when flying because I feel like no one needs a little more positivity than people at the airport. So if you need some awesome travel gear, head to youlookgreat.co. You'll find tees, hoodies, and zips that all say you look great. That's youlookgreat.co. We also put the link in the description of this episode. Think quick. It's Two Second Tunes. The year was 1999. Okay. I think people may have still been getting jiggy with it. Uh, there was a Y2K bug people were worried about. <laughs> yep. uh, the Yankees won the World Series. There nice. was a lot going on in 1999. And that's where all of the songs from today's two-second tunes are coming from. Okay. Great Pop year. songs of 1999. Great now, year. Carla Marie, <laughs> can you please introduce um, that smooth voice you just heard and... Our other contestant. Okay, coming to us from Indianapolis, we have Danny. Good morning, Danny. Good morning. And he's brought his wife, Michelle, as his challenger. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Carla Marie. I also just realized that Michelle's uh, shirt says, just married, so far, yeah, so we good. Both, we both oh, you're have both, I didn't see Danny. Oh, you both have this shirt on. <laughs> All right, well, we'll see how it goes after this game. Have you guys wagered anything on the game today? Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so if I win... He is getting a tattoo. I've been trying to tell him since September to get a tattoo. Wow. <laughs> and if he wins, I have to do foot massages for a week. Okay, so well. make it easy for me, Anthony. <laughs> wow, this is... His feet are disrespectful. This is the first tattoo we've had wagered. Yeah, this is definitely the most uh, aggressive wager that we have had on the game. So the pressure is Oof. on. Okay. If oh, Michelle yeah. wins, Danny gets a tattoo. If Ooh. Danny wins, Michelle gets foot massages for a week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Carla Marie, who's okay. going first? Danny. Here is your first two-second tune. That is Oops, I Did It Again, Britney Spears. So you'll get one point for that because it is Britney Spears. Unfortunately, the correct song title is oh. Baby One More Time. I'm so upset because I knew it as you were answering me. <laughs> oh, well, we are bad. one clue closer to a tattoo since you missed that point. Now, Michelle, this is now your part of round one. Here is your two second tune. That is Jeannie in a bottle, Christina Aguilera. Two yes, points. It is. Well done. As we move on to round two, it goes back to Danny. Here is your two-second tune. TLC, no scrub. Two points. Yeah. Well done. Well done. 
Thank All you. All right. Two points for that one. Moving into quickly, moving into round two. This is Michelle's part. Here is your two second tune. <laughs> <laughs> that is Living La Vida Loca <laughs> by, uh, by uh, Ricky Martin. Two points. <laughs> <laughs> The panic that I just... I was scared. I was scared. <laughs> well, the good thing is, the good thing is, I know it is scary. The pressure is on. But Michelle, remember, you do have a one-point yeah. lead, I believe. Right, yep. Carla Marie? One point. Yeah. Uh, Michelle has four. Danny has three. All right. And oh we are moving God. into the final round. For those <laughs> unfamiliar with the game, this is the hardest of yes. the three rounds. Now, question... What is the tattoo that Danny has to get if he loses the game? That's true. We're only one round away. Okay, so um, I want him to get a star tattoo with my my birth sign, which is a Capricorn in it, and then the date of our wedding, 5-6. Oh, wow. You know, brought brightness into his life. So, so true. So yeah. true. Well, we are I one round. Dis- I can't disagree with that one. <laughs> <laughs> we are one round closer to that possible tattoo. Danny, Anthony, I'm ready. Let's do it. Uh oh. That is the Goo Goo Dolls slide. Okay. Wow. Okay. Are you cheating over there? No, absolutely not. I just really had to let it come to me. We listen to the Goo Goo Dolls in this house all the time. Okay. Man. I don't know about anyone listening, but I felt like I was sweating while that was going on. Yeah. I definitely felt it inside. I'm not going to lie. I played it off. The tattoo and the foot rubs are on the line. Mm -hmm. Michelle, this is how it's going to work. If you get one point here, you lock in the game. That is it. Danny's got to get himself a tattoo. Two points, obviously the same thing. However... If you don't get this song, Danny has the opportunity to steal your points. He can either tie or win. Oh, my God. All the pressure. So the the pressure is on, but you are still in the lead. Here is your two-second tune. Uh Uh-oh. Are you crying? (laughs) We're laughing. I can't tell Something from 1999. <laughs> <laughs> well, although that statement is correct, incorrect oh. answer, we are going to move over to Danny, who can now either oh tie or win. One of the first uses of auto-tune and pop music in the late 90s with oh. Share and Believe. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> we were so, so very close to getting a tattoo because of two-second tunes. Danny, I think that you should still get that tattoo because it's a cute tattoo. Uh, just saying. I'm definitely still going to get it Aww. for sure. Okay. But there's no now there's no time limit on it. No, he can get true. it whenever he wants. However, the thing he will win is a week's worth of foot massages. Yes. So now I have one question about the foot massages. Because Anthony hates feet. Well, I do. But my question about the foot massages, is it a week's worth of foot massages that you can use whenever you want? So like seven foot massages or... Mm. Foot massages for one calendar week. Okay. It's one calendar week, Monday through Friday. Oh, okay. Also a work week, too. Not even a full week. It's a work week. I'm I'm, I'm cutting her a break. I'm cutting her a break. Okay, well, give Danny the ding for winning. 
Very important. And now the two of you <laughs> have a podcast. We'll put the link in the description of this episode, but let people know about the podcast and what they can expect when they listen. It goes down in the DM. It's the podcast uh, where we talk about love, sex, relationships, Ooh. and we uh, really explore all aspects of having a healthy relationship and what that looks like for you. I cool. love that. You know, as young people in our 30s who are in a monogamous relationship and now married, we want to bring our generation back to what it looks like to find your person. Yeah. And for that with each other, we talk celebrity relationships, everything. Cool. Well, we will uh, link to that podcast in the description of this podcast episode. So make sure you check that out. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us and giving us the most thrilling two yeah, second seriously. tunes that we've probably ever had because of the wager. Thank you so much for having us on. I've, uh, you know, we've been friends for a good while. And, I know. Uh, I just so glad to uh, be here and uh, be on the thing that you guys created. I'm just so oh. proud of you. We're proud you. of you as if both of you actually as well. So thank you for always supporting. Right back at you. Thank you. If you build it, nerds will come. Nerd news because there's a little nerd in all of us. All right, surfer dudes and dudettes, this one is for you. It's been officially reported that a wave rode by Sebastian Studner in October 2020 was the largest wave ever ridden. Whoa. (laughs) Thank you. He broke the Guinness World Record when he rode an 86-foot wave off the coast of Portugal. Okay, can I do a a legitimate whoa now? Because that's insane. Whoa. I, I know. It is ginormous. The World Surf League, a group of scientists, and Guinness needed 18 months to verify the height of the wave. One of the challenges is having a reliable height of another object in the frame of a photo or video to compare to the wave site. And obviously, there aren't many objects out there on 86-foot waves. And if they are, it's the surfer who's normally bent over, so it's hard to measure. So what they did in this case, the ruler they used was Sebastian's lower leg from his heel to his kneecap, since you can't bend that part of your Mm -hmm. body. Sebastian was even quoted as saying, it's also the fastest I ever felt going on a surfboard. I had tears coming out of my eyes because of the wind. My face was melting. It was crazy. I didn't imagine that could happen in surfing until that day. I know you've heard me say it before, but we've got a newsletter and it really is the best way to make sure you don't miss out on any of the cool things we've got going on. Social media is great and all, but cutting through the algorithm is like a full-time job. I know I miss posts from some of my favorite accounts on Instagram that I follow and I want to see their stuff. So to remedy all of that nonsense, the best thing to do is sign up for our newsletter. The link is in the description of this podcast episode. And if for some reason that doesn't work, you can email us directly by sending a message to hello at carlamarieandanthony.com. We've got two pretty big announcements coming up. One will be our new You Look Great brand launch. And the other I can't tell you about yet, but it is really exciting. And like this podcast, it could make your day a lot better. So don't forget to add it to your to-do list today. Sign up for the Carla Marie and Anthony newsletter. It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. This is Pop Stop. As we head into a three-day weekend, I wanted to give you some shows to binge. On Netflix, there's The G Word with comedian Adam Conover, which takes you inside our government's organizations to learn what they really do. It was fascinating, and it's fun and funny. It's not boring whatsoever. And by the way, The G Word is government. Also on Netflix is Somebody Feed Phil. I am a huge fan of this show. It's a feel-good food travel show 
that brings me so much joy to watch. This is its fifth season. It just came out this week. And I, this is a pro tip, I love to make a note in my Google Maps of all the places Phil travels just in case I end up there and I know where to go to eat. And also one of my favorite shows to binge, which I just finished, is The Circle on Netflix. You're welcome. So normally we don't talk about stories like this on the Morning Show podcast, but it's been a rough week. I think we could all let loose a little bit. And for whatever it's worth, this is the 69th episode of the Morning Show podcast. Okay. There is an OnlyFans creator (laughs) who had her Instagram account taken down because according to Instagram, she violated some of their policies. Okay. So she reached out to a friend who worked at Instagram and he tried to put in a review and it got denied. Then her friend told her that the integrity department at Instagram is the one who handles those accounts. So what she did, she admittedly stalked a couple of them on LinkedIn and then messaged them on Instagram, met up with them in person, had a good time. Okay. And then miraculously, a couple days later, her Instagram account was activated. Now, here's the thing. The integrity department. The integrity department. That happened more than once. It's happened two or three times so far for her to get her Instagram account back. What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. I don't know what this is going to say about me that I am now classifying this as what's trending. But Windex and scrubbing bubbles now sell concentrated pods. Wow. Stay tuned tomorrow for denture sealant or something. I don't know. You're going to love it. Listen. Okay. So you buy the starter kit, which comes with a spray bottle. It's empty and a pod. You fill the bottle with water and then you add the pod and you have either Windex or scrubbing bubbles. And then the next time you need to go buy the product because you run out, you just buy the pod. So you're not buying all of these plastic bottles. And that is a good thing. I do love that. So then I went on their website and I looked up where near me it sells these and it looks like a bunch of targets and you can look you know where you can shop for it near you mm-hmm. but they're also on amazon and this is the first time i've really seen this it's got that little amazon climate pledge friendly yeah. stamp next to it which is amazon's whole way of finding sustainable products that help the planet so i put the links for the windex and scrubbing bubbles in the description of this episode Stay tuned next week for Carla Marie's favorite mop. Do you know people are going to love this? The Morning Show Podcast. Every morning. Every morning. With Carla Marie and Anthony. Thank you for spending your morning with us. Hopefully we helped kick off your weekend in the best way possible. Hopefully it's a three-day weekend. And yes, we will have an episode of The Morning Show Podcast on Monday. As always, make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. If it does have a way to leave a positive review or a positive rating, we would definitely appreciate that. And to Lauren Ray, Mike Meredith, and Jason Burrows, thank you very much for your help on the Morning Show Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Morning Show Podcast.